to my little podcast of big wisdom. I want you to congratulate yourselves for taking time out to be nosy and listen to this podcast. If you want to have peace of mind, and boy, does that bring about big results. And if you want to know someone is in your corner and understands how you feel and what you're going through, then this podcast is for you. I love what I do, and I want to inspire as many people as I can to enjoy a life that is truly amazing. It's time to let go of perfection, live fearlessly, forgive easily, and love unconditionally. Are you ready? What's bothering you right now, and what are you going to do to deal with it? Have you ever come across a toxic relationship? You know, surviving the ups and downs and unpredictable storms of other people's negative moods can be quite challenging. So I want to talk to you in this podcast about how to let toxic relationships go and how toxic relationships can erode your well-being and how to avoid letting toxic people rent space in your head. So before we get going, before I start talking to you about this, I just want you to take a moment and stop and think about all of the relationships you have in your life your intimate relationships your relationships with children your relationships with adults your relationships with friends your relationships with parents your relationships with work colleagues business partners how are they right now where would you score them on a scale of one to ten one being absolutely rubbish ten being they're absolutely brilliant if you're scoring anywhere under an eight, then we need to be looking at these relationships and how you can improve them. Do you need to let them go? Or is there stuff that you need to do to help you make these relationships really rock? Is it time to raise the rent and get those toxic relationships out of your head? You know, over my lifetime, and in particular over the last 10 years of my life, having experienced myself, and witnessed others go through the psychological challenges of other people's behaviour, other people's misguided intentions. I've learnt a lot about the psychology of how people behave, and I found it really fascinating. What I find more fascinating is how we let these people take hold and erode at our self-esteem, and how we allow these people to manipulate us. You know, do you know somebody who's constantly moody around you? They have quite negative behaviour, almost that of a toxic bully. Do you know somebody who will use his or her mood swings to intimidate and manipulate people? It's this aspect of moodiness that inflicts enduring abuse and misery on others. And if you stopped and observed these people really closely, you'll notice that their attitude is overly self-referential. They're always talking about themselves. Their relationships are prioritised according to how each one of them can be used to meet their own selfish needs. And this is the kind of toxic behaviour that I want to look at during this podcast. I'm a firm believer that toxic mood swings, like chain letter emails, should not be inflicted on one person by another under any circumstances. So how can you best manage the fallout from other people's relentless toxicity? It's extremely important to remember that some moody negative people may just be going through a difficult circumstance in life. They may be ill, they may be chronically worried or lacking what they need in terms of love and emotional support. And these people need to be listened to, they need to be supported and they need to be cared for. 
although whatever the cause of their moodiness and negativity, you may still need to protect yourself from their behaviour at times. So be mindful of that. Let's start with the definition of manipulation. The definition of manipulation is to control, prey upon artful, unfair or insidious means, especially to one's own advantage, by using words, actions, behaviours to one's advantage in order to control a situation or a person. Can you think of somebody right now that possibly fits into that category? Maybe it's you. You know, I always teach that it starts with us. We need to have a good look in the mirror. How are you? showing up in your relationships? Is there something that you need to change about you before you can ask others to change something about them? Do you need to step away from your own toxicity? Are you actually telling yourself lies about yourself? Are you around other people that are telling lies about others? Are you around people that are spreading rumours about others behind their backs, gossiping about others? Are you actually that person spreading the rumours or gossiping about others yourself? You know, the truth is, in fact that we can all be manipulators, we can all be toxic. And it's really important that we take it in check. It's easy to get caught up in gossip and drama that doesn't belong to us. So I want you to start taking responsibility for that. You know, you have the ability, you listening to this podcast right now, have the ability to make the changes around you. You have the ability to control your environment in a very positive way. And if you're not, If you're actually creating a circle of influence that's just based on manipulation and toxicity, then boy, are you in trouble. And so are those people around you. You know, my background is I used to be a nurse working for the NHS in a busy A&E department. And I've worked with patients and their relatives, and I've worked with associates, other nurses, other doctors. And I've spoken to lots of people about relationships. And lots of people have told me that they feel trapped, unable to make themselves feel heard, unable to free themselves from their manipulator's snare. They feel that they're in their own prison. Manipulators come in many forms with hidden agendas that rarely would they admit to and when confronted would absolutely deny their behaviour. They act defensively and they do their very best to cover up their exposed actions by upping their manipulation game by exaggerating circumstances, making themselves the victim and ensuring they gather their troops around them to protect them from exposure. These troops have been manipulated, hypnotised almost, into siding with the manipulator, also unable to get out of the manipulator's grasp themselves. So I want you to ask yourself a question right now. Are you being manipulated or are you the manipulator? It takes great courage to stand back and say, possibly I could be the manipulator. But if you are able to do that at this moment in time, then congratulate yourselves. I can see you cringing a little bit there in the mirror as you take a good look at yourself. But that's okay because change, only change can come from within when you have the courage to say something needs to change. So I want you to start thinking about what you're going to do from this moment forth as I share some things to help you deal with toxic relationships. You don't need approval. You don't need to try and be secure because you have all of those things around you. You don't need to become entangled in corrosive behavior or get up and be coerced into other people's manipulative behavior. You can be yourself. I often talk about putting your oxygen mask on first and that's so important that you take hold of yourself and start to accept that you need to make some changes. 
How many times have you sat there thinking, I wish if only so-and-so would do this, or I wish my husband would be like this, I wish my wife would do that, I wish my business partner was like this, I wish my boss would do this. And yet, you haven't stopped to ask yourself if you're willing to do those very same things. I truly believe that we cannot ask of others what we're not prepared to do ourselves. You need to be walking the walk if you're going to ask people to walk their walk. So where do we start? Well, let's start realizing that you can live your life without these toxic people, without these toxic relationships. And you can let go of this destructive, dictating type of behavior. You don't have to buy into this emotional upheaval. You have to accept that sometimes relationships are not good for us and they need to be held at arm's length. And I've talked to lots of people who say, but actually, Debs, these toxic relationships are my family. They're my parents, they're my sisters, they're my brothers. How do I handle that? Well, I tell you truly, this is how you should handle it. Take a step back. You don't have to get rid of these people permanently, but hold them at arm's length until you have the strength, the courage, and dealt with yourself first, and then have the ability to be able to deal with them. Because it costs very dearly when we're not dealing with these things, when we're getting entangled in the weavings of other people's behavior. And we cause ourselves unnecessary suffering. And you know, to be self-sacrificing is no good for any of us. And yet that's what lots of us do. We think that we should be there and we should be taking part in these toxic relationships, holding on to them because they're family. Well, you know, the meaning of family is about people that love unconditionally, forgive easily and live without judgment. If that isn't happening in your family relationships, then you need to hold them at arm's length to protect yourself. And once you've learned how to handle your compassion, once you've learned to become patient, but most of all, you've learned that you matter, then you can start dealing with those relationships at closer proximity. So the first thing you need to do is understand that you can take a step back, it's okay. And you need to ask yourself, do I need this person in my life? Because when you do delete toxic people from your environment, it becomes a lot easier to breathe. If the circumstances warrant it, leave these people behind and move on when you must. Seriously, be strong and know when enough is enough. Letting go of toxic people doesn't mean you hate them. It doesn't mean you're a bad person. It doesn't mean they're a bad person. It means that you finally said, enough is enough, I want to protect myself. And it doesn't mean that you wish them any harm or you wish them any malice. It simply means you care enough about yourself and your own well-being to protect yourself. A healthy relationship is reciprocal. It should be give and take but not in the sense that you're always giving and they're always taking. If you must keep a truly toxic person in your life for whatever reason, then consider the rest of the points that I'm about to cover. Is it time to stop pretending that their toxic behavior is okay? Because if you're not careful, toxic people can use their behavior to get preferential treatment. Because, well, it just seems easier to quiet them down than to listen to their grouchy, rhetoric behavior. Don't be fooled. Short-term ease equals long-term pain for you in a situation like this. So where you're placating someone's behavior short-term, it will lead to long-term pain in your life. I know some of you are nodding your heads now because you've been experiencing this. 
Toxic people don't change if they're being rewarded for not changing. Decide right in this very minute not to be influenced by their behaviour any longer. Stop tiptoeing around them or making special pardons for their continued ignorance. Constant drama and negativity is never worth putting up with. If someone's over the age of 18 and can't be reasonable then and they're not reliable, then it's time to put an end to that and step away. The other thing I'd like you to consider is speaking up. Stand up for yourself. Some people will do anything for their own personal gain at the expense of others. They'll step in front of you in a queue. They'll take money when it's not theirs. They'll do whatever they can. They'll bully and belittle people. They'll even pass on guilt to the other persons involved. Don't accept this behavior. Most of these people know they're doing wrong. We all know right from wrong at the end of the day. And they know that they're doing the wrong thing. And actually when confronted, they will back down surprisingly, surprisingly quickly. The trouble is that most of us don't like confrontation because that word confrontation in itself has a very negative connotation. So don't use the word confrontation. Just use the very fact, the term, I will stand up for myself. You can stand up for yourself politely, calmly and very clearly without it having to be confrontational in an argumentative state. But is it time for you to speak up? Some toxic people may use anger as a way of influencing you and you may be scared of that. You may be scared of speaking up because of the response that you think you're going to get. Some toxic people may just be constantly interrupting you when you're trying to put your point of view across and that makes you feel belittled. It's time for you to understand that you have the ability to deal with these situations. You can say things like, I've noticed that you seem angry. Is something upsetting you? You can ask them, are you bored? Because when I'm looking at you, it's like you're not even listening. You can even say something quite simple like, your attitude's upsetting me right now. Is this what you're trying to do? Direct statements like these can be very disarming, especially if someone truly does use their attitude as a means of social manipulation. And these statements can also open a door of opportunity for you to try and have a decent communication with the person who genuinely may be facing a serious problem. I know from experience by using these terms that I've actually ended up having significant in-depth conversations with the person who's been causing toxicity in the relationship that I've been dealing with, especially in the workplace. And even if they say, what do you mean? And then possibly go into the defensive behavior of denying it, at least you've made them aware that you're not going to put up with their attitude and that their attitude has now become known as an issue. You know, we all have to take responsibility for the relationships that we have. We can't just blame other people. So if you're putting up with these kind of behaviors, then actually you need to take a look in the mirror and ask yourself, are you to blame for allowing it to happen? People will persist in their behavior. So don't give up on the first attempt at trying to talk to somebody about their behavior. You have to keep going. It may take twice, it may take three times, it may take four times. You may notice after the first time they even stop because they realize that they've been found out. 
the term emotional blackmail springs to mind when I'm talking to you about this because, you know, quite often that's what you see people doing to each other. Is it time for you to put your foot down? Is it time for you to take your dignity back and actually accept that you're no longer willing to be attacked or ravaged or made to feel the way that you're made to feel by the people around you that are toxic? Is it time for you to actually stand up and say no more? Toxic people often try to imply that somehow it's your fault or somebody else's fault and they're never willing to take responsibility themselves. That comes from a very deep-seated insecurity. And that's okay, because those things can be overcome. But whilst you're allowing the toxicity in the relationship to be happening, it means that you're validating their behavior. So now it's time for you to practice practical compassion. Sometimes it makes sense to be sympathetic with a toxic person. Sometimes it makes sense to just sit and try and talk to them. And there's no question about it, some toxic people are genuinely distressed, depressed, or even mentally and physically ill. But you still need to separate their legitimate issues from how they behave towards you. Because no matter what's wrong with them, the behavior is still not acceptable. If you let people get away with anything because they're distressed, facing a medical condition, or depressed, even then, you're making it too tempting for them to start unconsciously using their unfortunate circumstances as a means to an end. It's called victim status, where people will use their unfortunate circumstance to manipulate other people into feeling sorry for them, and it's an easier way for people to deal with life. Or so they think, because in it being so easy, it then becomes really hard to keep up that pretense. You know, I want you to start thinking about putting yourself first, taking time for yourself. If you're actually forced to live or work with a toxic person, then you need to make sure that you get enough time alone to allow your mind to relax, rest and recuperate. Having to be around people like this is very draining. And quite often, if you're putting up with this, it tells us a lot about you. You're probably a very kind, compassionate person, but self-sacrificing at the same time. And I know to my own detriment that being that way can make you very poorly. Is that what you really deserve? No, you don't. You deserve to take time away. You deserve to have a peaceful life and you deserve to live a life full of abundance, kindness and compassion, having the same rewards returned to you as you give to other people. No problems are ever solved by ignoring them. No problems are ever solved by brushing them into the carpet and hoping it'll all be okay. You need to face up to the challenges that you have in your relationships. And you need to finally say there are boundaries to be upheld. These behaviours aren't acceptable around me and I need to do something about them. Sometimes the hardest things that we have to do can end up giving us the most incredible positive impact in our lives. So I want you to start asking yourself, what do I need to do to make my relationships full of absolute wonder, to make them full of influence, positive influence, to have relationships that bring such absolute happiness into your life? Does it start with you? Does it start with you looking in the mirror? Does it start with you making some changes inside yourself? Are you manipulating or being manipulated? Either way, you need to do something about it right now. You may 
not have heard the exciting news that Debbie TV is coming to your screens. A show based on hope, courage and transformation. Real people seeking real solutions that will change their lives and yours. No DNA tests, no punch-ups, no waffle. Just good, solid, life-changing solutions. We're due to air in 2015. And I want you to be part of that community. So subscribe at www.debbytv.co and come follow me on Twitter at Debbie Huxton. I'd love you to keep in touch with me and share your journey.